0: stories brought to you by Kiosk M1C. Kiosk M1C is the voice of Lower Stable Street and has curated all shops, events and exhibitions on Lower Stable Street since Coldrop Shard first opened in 2018. Their mission has been to support new businesses and create an environment in which they can thrive and grow. I'm Maria Hanlon and in each episode of the podcast I'll be finding out the real stories of how these businesses have developed and how the community has helped shape their journey. In episode four, I chat to the lovely Lauren from Dolly Sticks. You might have spotted Lauren's stall on Lower Stable Street Market, as it's pretty hard to miss, to be honest. It's proper retro vibes and sells all sorts of cake pops and delicious sweet treats. Lauren and I spoke about how she first got into baking, her lovely customers who have left such good feedback and keep coming back for more, and future plans as well. Plus, we had a lot of laughs recording this one, so I hope you enjoy. This is episode four with Lauren from Dolly Sticks. Lauren, welcome to the podcast. Can you tell me, first of all, what is Dolly Sticks?
1: So, Dolly Sticks, oh God, it's hard to put it into a sentence. I would say like really decadent desserts for people with a real sweet treat and they like pink and a smiley face.
0: That is the perfect way to put it. I like the alliteration as well. Yeah, Yeah. perfect. So we're going to delve straight in. Yeah. And this is something that we're asking all the guests on the podcast. So we're going to start at the very beginning, a good place to start. (laughs) When did you first get into baking and how did that then progress into creating Dolly Sticks?
1: Um, I would say like when I was a kid, I quite like cooking. And then when I moved to London when I was 18, I was like, I can't be else cooking anymore. And then I got into baking when I graduated because I was a dancer and I was skin and in between auditions, flour and butter was actually cheap then as well. It's not anymore. Um, So I'd always have like furry cake ingredients in. So I'd be in my little like depressing flat with like where my ex-boyfriend was and he'd be at work. And I'd be like, I'm just going to make 12 furry cakes and like eat them all basically. So that's how I got into baking. Yeah. And then Dolly Sticks kind of came out of having a nine to five and realizing I didn't want to do that anymore. So I wanted to be like creative again. And we just helped out on a stall of someone on Broadway market. And I was like, this is what I need. I need to be like, with people and it was a fudge stall so everyone was like enjoying sweet treats so no one's really depressed when they're buying cake no
0: that's a very good point yes yeah, so I was
1: like I need to come up with something that is like a bit individual and like have me at the front of it and it just be really bright and like vintage looking yeah and then I came up with cake pops and then it just went from there
0: were you always that friend that makes the butter cakes? Did it progress into that, or like were you making loads of things for like family things, and then you just thought, yeah. "I'm already doing this loads, so I may as well just make it into my business."
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. Like I always like to host, and my husband is the same. So when you come around to our house, we're like, "We'll have a canopy menu," and like it's not like dead that. fancy, but we've got like <laughs> coops. Like we did a champagne like tower at one of our parties that is so
0: bougie I love
1: it I know we're so bougie and he like wore a vintage tux and stuff like I'm looking at Abby in the background who works for chaos she knows him and she's just like she's probably like (laughs) yeah "Yeah, that that is exactly that sounds right (laughs) um yeah so we do like to host and me and my friend Ruth actually she is really good at decoration so me and her would always be like make each other's cakes and and then I decided to like foolishly do it as a business because now have you bought butter
0: it's so expensive
1: (laughs) no I'll say it literally jokingly um yeah
0: (laughs) so how did you come up with the idea because obviously one of your like USP's unique selling points is the stick putting it on the stick so how did you come up with that when did that first form
1: it sounds a bit weird but after the Broadway market thing I think we did it twice and then I was like what can I do and I was like racking my brain and things that I like to eat as well And then I had this weird idea, you know, when you're like in the middle of sleep, so it wasn't a dream, but like I dreamt it. Um, Yeah, I woke up and I was like, you could do them that look like ice lollies, because that's like the vintage aesthetic as well. And like, looks really cute. No one seemed to be doing it. So I spent ages Googling it. I spent ages trying to make them and it was so hard. Um, Yeah. And then just from there, it took like weeks of perfecting it. I don't know why I came up with it. Honestly, I just was thinking of like, oh, cake pops. Oh no, people, I don't like the like kids ones. What can I do to make them a bit adult? yeah and then it just went from there I don't even and know and you do
0: like the fab ice lolly and the twisted like, one yeah yeah that looks so good the fab is
1: probably like the best seller because it's so nostalgic for British people especially so if you're doing a market stall and you get someone going to a party they're like oh my god give me four of them because I've got to take them to my friends like we used to eat them all the time or like giving them to kids and they like lick them because they think they're actually ice cream oh my gosh yeah yeah it's really cute so in lockdown a lot of people were a lot of grandmas were ordering them for their kids like grandkids and then they send me a video or a picture of the kid like thinking it's an ice cream so that was really
0: cute getting a nice surprise yeah so when did you first start this was it before lockdown
1: it was end of 2019 and I still had a job so I was a PA and I was like I'm gonna quit and temp because I had like in between jobs you do a bit of temping so I had quite good relationships with people and then I was temping loads and just kind of doing it on the weekend and then lockdown hit and had to do it full-time so it kind of worked out well and you I was just figuring it out between also sitting on my couch and drinking a negroni at like 2pm. Like, I wish know? I was
0: in lockdown with you, you're basically just baking all day yeah. and just drinking negronis like in yeah. your lovely retro flat. Yeah, sounds, it sounds Your husband's great. got a champagne tower. I know, like, you should have come round. It's the one, it's <laughs> time really travel. the place to be, love that. <laughs> so where do you bake everything then? Is it all at home?
1: Yeah, yeah. it's in this tiny flat um, and you do not realise how small it is. I'm very lucky that we have a two-bedroom flat in London with a small like outdoor space. But um, my husband's a writer, so he also writes from home. <laughs> so the spare room is our wardrobe, because we both have loads of clothes as well, an office, and then my fridge and shelving full of stuff. And then I bake in our tiny kitchen. Yeah, so the aim for this year really is to like get out the flat. That So I'm going to just say yes to everything, you know, try and double market on the weekend, try and do corporate gigs, events, and get out the flat to just get a bit of space back
0: <laughs> yeah fair enough <laughs> work and pleasure combined all in the kitchen yeah, yeah. it is and
1: yeah, then yeah. you're like i'm gonna sit down now what time is it what day is it you yeah know it's all just you lose, like all yeah. working
0: day. from home is very strange sometimes yeah. isn't it you need like to get out yeah even if it's just a little walk you need to get out just to give yourself getting a your sense of like in. what day it is what time is it getting a good routine you know exactly i feel you <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit more about your stalls but before that how do you prepare for a stall so say your one's down here on lower stable street how would yeah. you how long does it take you to prepare for a busy day down here? I
1: would say, like, actually, towards the end of last year, here is a great place to trade because you've got all kinds of demographics coming through. You've got tourists, you've got like rich locals, you know, you've got hipsters coming to whatever's on at the moment. um And everyone's got like cash to burn and it's the weekend. So everyone's like, I'm going to treat myself. Um, yeah. So I was lucky enough to get a lot of regulars actually towards the end of last year. So it was like, oh, I need to really bring a lot of stock now. You know, you're selling out, which is great. Um, Yeah, so I normally start baking on like Tuesday afternoon or like prepping. So Monday's meant to be my day off, but it doesn't always happen because you're like, I'm just going to do that order actually and then I don't have to do it tomorrow. And then, yeah, so Tuesday night, I would say, I start baking all the way through. Yeah, two and a half days probably takes for a three-day market, yeah. And
0: how much stuff do you bring down with you? Oh my God, so much. How do you even get it down here? I'm so intrigued.
1: Well, it's quite dreamy because I have this like, I bought this wheelie square thing. So it's not ideal for a podcast, but if you can imagine a very square, (laughs) like um, granny, you know, granny 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 shopper. I know them, yeah. But it's really robust. It's like plastic square and it like collapses down. Mm -hmm. So good. And then I accidentally, my storage boxes um, fit into it perfectly
0: that's so good so and yeah. also it goes with your whole All look like up. the retro vibe yeah Love that. i need
1: to like paint it with some granny color yeah or like it's some little like, flowers around it yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly that would be cute. so two of them and i'm there it's quite Easy. stressful or oh, you just get someone to be like you just get a guilty friend who's never helped yeah. you out on the stall and you're like oh you couldn't help me um carry these bits yeah give like, them oh, a free yeah. rocky
0: road you know yeah. how it works. exactly yeah, yeah. i'll play that. them in cake it's <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> So what would you say is your best-selling product? I think you mentioned, was it the Rocky Road earlier? Oh, no, the, well, the Rocky Road Fab.
1: is new. Fab is probably my best-seller, Cake on a Stick. And then this year I've gone and I've added more stuff because why not give yourself more stuff to do? You know what I mean? Um, and I realised when I was doing a market that you need, you can't just rely on the sticks. They're great for corporate orders and postals, but you get a lot of hungry adults around here. And I would say the cookie sandwiches I'm a best-selling product. The Biscoff one, I have to have every week. If I don't have it, people are like, oh my God, you've run out of Biscoff. And then people would come earlier and earlier, you know, because they would be fuming and they miss, because they come every week. Some of my customers as well are like tiny. And they'll come and they'll buy a bag of six. And I'm like, what are you doing with this Where does this go? Yeah, Yeah. where does this go? And I hate to comment on people's weight, but I'm always like, I'm so impressed by you. You, like, treat yourself all the time. You're at the gym. You've got it all going on, you know? Um, Yeah, so it's a Biscoff cookie sandwich. So it's two cookies, white chocolate chip with Biscoff buttercream around the edge and then Biscoff spread and center. And then I dip the cookie sandwich in white chocolate. It's great.
0: Delicious. So Absolutely. good with a coffee. Yeah, yeah. It's so a good
1: breakfast item,
0: yeah. I would say. A weekend breakfast item, perfect. <laughs> exactly. I've had many for my, whole, <laughs> yeah, my breakfast. Talking from experience. Yeah, exactly. That's so nice as well, though, that people come back. Like, you've got that repeat. You've yeah. You've got repeat customers. People really are literally nice. queuing, as you said, to get the first, like, one or make yeah. sure it doesn't sell out. That must feel like you're doing a really good job. That is
1: probably, like, my favourite thing uh, when I've had it, when people like walk away, I had this like middle-aged man that you wouldn't say was my demographic. And he was like East London guy uh, recently, and he walked away. He bought like a Kinder bar cookie as well, which is normally like kids love them because it's the the ones on the adverts, you know. And he walked away, and, he, and within five minutes, he was like, "I need another one." That is like, I've had that happen quite a few times and you're like, yes, I'm doing something right. And then seeing my regulars are so great. And like, if I'm not there, they're like, how are you? We've not seen you in they're so worrying. long. They're like, oh, yeah. worried. It's really sweet. Or they're in the DMs. Yeah. Like, when can I buy stuff again? Yeah. I had a woman turn up at a corporate pop-up in an office building. What? And she just walked straight in brazen. She was like, hi, blah, blah, blah. And then she messaged me after she was like, Oh, my boyfriend sent me down. Like I had to get them. And the receptionist couldn't do anything because she walked so fast. Oh my she was like, She doesn't work
0: here. Yeah, she <laughs> doesn't even like, go here. Oh exactly. my gosh. That's was commitment.
1: Good. That was commitment. Wow. to definitely the goods. doing something right. Yeah. She, needed she the goods. just
0: needed that sugar. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so what does a typical day look like for you? I know every day is different. Obviously, some days yeah. you're baking, some days you're here, but let's go with like what's a typical day like down here at Lower Stable Street when you're on the store? So get up, up?
1: do any last minute baking. So if you've done a sellout the the day before, unexpectedly, normally I get it, you think you've got it right after years of doing it and you still might get it wrong. Um, Yeah, so I might have made some cookie balls in the freezer, so I might have got really early, like 6am, pop some bits in, and then it's just packing everything up, getting down here, and then setting up. So it probably, it doesn't take me that long to set up because I don't need any power or anything like that, which is quite good about being a dessert trader, because if I had to have my, like, gas certificate or whatever, I'd just be like, this is too much for me. Um, Yeah, so it's like tablecloth, everything's really cute and pink and folds out, and I've made sure, because I don't drive, that everything stacks into each other as well, which is really handy. Um, Yeah, so it takes about half an hour to set up, have a coffee from the Coffee Trader Axe, and, uh, yeah, get ready for my local
0: regulars hopefully to
1: come down and then it's always you know start drinking about four (laughs) (laughs) o'clock
0: you've put in a good shift I feel like it's very well deserved by that point
1: yeah and it's like you've got to make sure if you do work weekends which I do all the time now um even if it's not a market on I'm still doing something you've got to make sure it still feels like a weekend so I just push through and I'll like invite friends down and there's always music playing down here as well which so it's such a good vibe um yeah so I'll make sure I don't miss any birthday parties or because you're working, you know, like if yeah. I do enough prep, it like inspires you to do all your prep in the week so that you can enjoy. Have your a good weekend. work-life balance. as exactly. well. Exactly. Yeah. You've got to keep trying to have that. Definitely.
0: <laughs> so you've been doing this for quite a few years now. What would you say is one of the biggest lessons that you've learned so far?
1: Don't think that what you started out to do will be what you end up doing.
0: Okay. I like if that. If that makes any sense. Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah.
1: I'm still evolving and I still don't know where my end goal is. And I think it was all about the cake pops at first, but then you realise that's one demographic. So actually, if you want to pay your bills and also be true to your like own brand, you've got to be a bit flexible and adapt and grow and take feedback. And then, yeah, just go with what's popular and just let that lead you. So I still don't know where I'm going, but I think that's fine. Because that's I fine. think fine. Yeah, You're out
0: here doing it. Doing because what it'll you love. lead
1: you. Yeah, you'll end up where you need to be.
0: It'll work out. What is, on the other hand, what is the most rewarding part of your job? I would say
1: the regulars like real people I would like if anyone is because I started in lockdown really essentially and it was all you know people would message you on Instagram and say oh that was really nice thank you the post but then you also there was a lot of like postal issues like and it was quite stressful but being like face to face with people it's your shop front so like the feedback that you get from real people and like the joy of like of a kid's face and they like see a cake on a stick and their eyes like widen and they're like oh my god they'd like stop in their tracks like that kind of stuff is the best bit
0: <laughs> definitely and also you've done some cool stuff I, I noticed that you dropped off some Dolly Six to the musicians at the Moulin Rouge musical I, I mean did. that's cool stuff like that must be like yeah, super rewarding as well really good how many musicals I think I've done
1: about three musicals now and I did like Wicked when it reopened but for like um All of the staff, so like the managers and stuff. So, because I was a dancer way back, that's why I came back to London. I have like connections in those realms kind of thing and then it's just like i've been at someone's birthday party and they're like i've took some along or my friend's paid you know like bring some leftovers and i'll pay you and then someone's like oh my god i need these so then they'll just message me and it's kind of like friend of a friend and
0: that's so cool yeah it's been
1: really good it's good for the gram it's all good someone (laughs) as well posted
0: i know yeah i noticed that you post on your instagram some little reviews which is really cute i need to do that again yeah it looks good i liked it thanks this one caught my eye it says i couldn't stop myself that's to caramel one was unbelievable with like 10 exclamation marks <laughs> it's given me shivers eating it absolutely out of this world tasty with oh like God. another 10 exclamation marks like that that's is lovely. the blast from
1: the past I don't even remember who wrote that yeah. yeah that's so good yeah you do get like really sweet people who know you're an independent business especially like women lift women up guys we're a room full of women right here and honestly they're your like biggest cheerleaders just fans are like I tell everyone about you or like if you're next to a female trader we'll swap tips like so that was probably one of the many women that have come down to the stand love that yeah so sweet yeah so
0: cute (laughs) so what would you say is a challenging part of your job there must be a few
1: yeah I would say motivation actually because it's just you like it's just me and if you have a bit of an off day which everyone does and you're like maybe have a day where you didn't sell as much as usual and you just you just blame yourself initially. So there's that, the, like, you know, imposter syndrome vibe. But then also some days you just need a day off and you know you can't. And, like, my friends are like, no, just leave it till tomorrow. And I'm like, no, I just have to do it today because... But you're in your own head, like, oh, should I should have And then you're sat on the couch pretending you're drinking your cup of tea, watching TV and you're having a Sunday, but you're not really. There's so it's much like, going on yeah. in your mind. Yeah. So it's like, even you're so tired you can't do it so motivate yourself it's just really hard because you're like your own cheerleader I'd say that yeah nice and bit. also your
0: own boss as well that is hard like literally being in charge of yourself and yeah. your business and there's no one there to sort of tell you what to do you've just got to do it all yourself and be super exactly. active exactly yeah right next we're going to talk about future plans future plans, future plans. oh actually no hang on I want to know a challenging part of your job, because I asked this because I saw, and I don't mean to bring this up, but I oh my saw God. your placebo <gasps> oh, I
1: know what you're going to fell say.
0: over and you Ooh. lost £200 worth of stock. I did. So that's pretty challenging. It
1: was challenging. Oh God, that day, it'll Do go it down in infamy. That's
0: really mean and me to bring you know up. But I just thought that was quite a big thing to go through. Like It was so weird. wild weather that just basically, literally threw your business on the floor, it the was cakes mental everywhere. It was like we were in
1: the rainforest. I don't even I can't even describe <sighs> whether I like it. I've never seen weather like it. Hey, global warming, thanks for that. Um, it was just mental. Like there is a video on my Instagram where I've the seen video it, yeah. and everyone howls. I couldn't stop laughing. Like afterwards. I felt like I was had PTSD or something, <laughs> and that was like my reaction to it. And for days I was telling people the story and they were like, Oh, are you alright? And I was just like, I'm actually beaming now. Because you can't describe how it was. And there's nothing you could do either. No, so that's, then, it wasn't
0: your fault at all. It literally just came out of nowhere, this weather. Oh
1: my God. it destroyed everything. It was mental. And I was like wet through and I had my market coat on that I bought specifically for the market. It's so thick. It's like a sleeping bag. I have my snow boots on that I've got on today. And they were wet. My coat was wet. My hair was wet. It was like I'd just got out of the shower, but in my clothes. And all of my stuff was everywhere. So I was like, I need to salvage like, oh, I, this was the one thing. <laughs> this was really funny have a little speaker and it was playing like I, I normally play retro music to go with my vibe you know uh, and it was still playing and I could hear it and I was like I need to go and save that little speaker it's like been so good to me and it was playing um, Martha Reeves and the Vendellas um, Nowhere to Run so it was like Nowhere to Run and I'm there like oh my god why are you taunting me
0: trying like to find like dark it. like scenery like this like eerie retro music in this storm and you just like picking up your cake's from- Oh, it floor. was awful. So oh I just dear. picked up the
1: electricals and realised everything else was gone.
0: Well, I feel like that's as bad as it can get in terms of your business. So <laughs> if I you think got it's going it up at, from now. It's
1: fine. Yeah, yeah You've been through fine. the worst. Yeah. It's all
0: good. Fingers crossed.
1: <laughs> so bad.
0: <laughs> so let's talk future plans. So what are, what's on the horizon? For what is six? on the
1: horizon? From, uh, I'm actually doing a huge event, which is the biggest event I'll, I've ever done. I'm doing it from home. So that's great for storage uh, at the end of the month. And it's like a gamers festival and just really chuffed to get that. So it's like 500 units a day. So I want to be getting more events festivals. I just want to push myself this year. So I have to leave my home kitchen and I'm always dreaming of like my own unit or, you know, the dark kitchens are kind of everywhere now, but they're not really catered to desserts. People who do market stalls, whatever, they catered to people like Wagamama who can afford to spend that much money. They're really expensive and also have, you know, deliveries going out all day, every day. Um, yeah, so you've kind of got to find a little unit that you can do up slowly yourself. Um, or just, you know, find a sugar daddy. That's yeah, that's the other option <laughs> there, which I don't think is going to happen. Yeah. yeah, I'll just be shopping for that in the meantime. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is the aim. So this year I need to just say yes to everything. I've got a really good team of people who help out on the stall. Like one's a nurse, one's a are actors. And I feel like I've got really jammy with those people because I can leave them and they're really smiley and lovely. My, my pet here is leaving someone on the stall and they would sit down and be miserable or not be passionate about, Mm -hmm. which is really hard because it's not their job. Is it? They're doing it for the cash. Like, but it's such a good vibe when you're doing a market. Like, you don't have to worry about it being really hard work. So I li- I'm lucky that I've got those people and I want to take, just accept all the markets I can, get them out there. So I'm just like at the mixing bowl nonstop. Um, yeah, that's the next aim and try and get into a unit and then we'll see what happens from there. Will it be a shop front? Will it be supplying to shops? We'll see what happens from there, I think.
0: Another booked and busy year for you. It's just started.
1: Thank God it's finally coming. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So this is a question that we're going to ask all of the guests on the podcast. What is the one book or it could be like a film or a cookbook perhaps in your case that inspired you into getting into baking or creating your own business in the first place?
1: I would say uh, there's a really big YouTuber called CookKip Gemma and she has a shop in Soho and she puts all her recipes on YouTube, and like, I'm not going to lie, no one's invented bacon, so you can, everyone's recipe is stolen from someone else's. The base of some of her cookies are the base of mine, and I've just changed the chocolate, or, and she, and like, gives, she gives really good tips for making, like, easy things, like caramel and meringue, and you might think you're going wrong somewhere, and they're just, like, really short videos. So I think in lockdown, I discovered them, and I was like, oh, these are so good. You know, like, watching her, and they're, like, chatting away. They're all really nice. That's really good and inspiring, if you want to make decadent desserts as well they're like the queen of cupcakes actually which I don't do but um I would never even make their cupcakes because it's there's a lot of layers they're so impressive um and then the other one is I follow a few like northern bakeries on Instagram and it's really hard with social media to not be bogged down by someone else's progress that's at the same level as you but I follow quite a few people who are like way ahead of me who are also really humble, and like there's like Finch Bakery who are northern girls. So I'm like, whoop, whoop. Um, who else? Bake My Steph, who is like, she just skyrocketed before um, lockdown, and they're all female led and sh- like are honest on their Instagrams as well. So I don't feel bogged down by the pressure to be them, but I look at them as like inspiration for being a female business owner, I guess.
0: That's a nice way to look at it. Yeah. I feel like as well, watching. Cooking videos online is so relaxing or baking videos. I literally love it. Oh my god,
1: so good. I don't
0: even bake, but I watch them sometimes because it's just like it's just therapeutic and it's like all the different stages. It's the
1: piping ones. I used to watch them before I had a business. Yeah. So 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 aesthetically
0: pleasing. Do you think you'd ever go on YouTube or do some sort of video content?
1: I need the one thing everyone's always telling me is uh I need a TikTok page. I know that sounds basic, but people love to watch I mean, me, ice and a cookie are opening a million bags of Oreos, which happens regularly. <laughs> Just say ASMR, you know, Yeah, yeah. I need to get out the there. The sounds, people need yeah. that
0: sensation, 100%. Yeah, exactly. Love that. Okay, so where is the one place in King's Cross, apart from obviously your lovely stall, that everyone should check out and why? Oh, okay, let's think about this.
1: Oh, you know, I'm going to say House of Cans.
0: That's a
1: popular choice. Is it? Oh, maybe I'll pick somewhere else after I've described House of Cans. Well, do you know what? Actually, I loved House of Cans pre even running Dolly Sticks because I went to Chicago just before starting the business, actually, and loved it. Like, I was obsessed. I could have just stayed there. But they have these things called slashes. Which come from Prohibition, um, Al Capone era. And basically, it's a supermarket, but then there were certain ones that were called slashes because they were a shop/slash bar ah. off license. So House of Cans is like a fancy slashy, I would say, and they still exist in Chicago. So you go in and there'll be like, like a corner shop in London, they sell absolutely everything, but then there's this tiny bit of a counter with two stools up it and you can just go and be like, I'll have a can of Red Stripe, you know what I mean? Wait,
0: so you buy it and then you just drink it in there? And then you sit on there, oh, they'll give it you in the brown paper bag and you take it away. This feels like it makes so much sense, but why is it not done here?
1: It would be, I think it was because you wouldn't have maybe they would have pulled out a stool maybe way back. Yeah. Because it was all it was illegal to drink. So yeah. um you would just have to be in the know which corner shop was yeah. actually an office. An under oh, the counter office. Yeah. I but house of Cams is that? Because like you go in and it's got all the great stuff. And also I don't really drink the fancy beers, but he has the best cocktails in the tins. So
0: is it I've, those moth ones?
1: What ones are they in there? I like the vacay ones. Oh, I don't think I've had I
0: think those maybe yet. might
1: even follow Dolly Six on Instagram because I tagged them that many times <laughs> <laughs> on the stand, like,
0: having a Tom Collins.
1: They followed oh you God. back,
0: like, oh, this girl again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Here she
1: goes on the weekend. Yeah. So it's just really fun. It's such a good vibe in there. No judgment zone as well. And you can either sit up or just nip in. So that's a good place. I would also say, actually, uh, Cinco de Mayo in uh, El Pastor. It's coming up, isn't it? Um Well, a couple of months yet. But the dancers—they get to perform and like the little festival and all the hot food outside. It's such a good day. I cried once when the dancers were there. I was so tired, <laughs> and I was like, the dancers came out. For running your business, you're like, it's yeah. not too much. And the joy of the dancers, and I was just like engulfed in that culture. It was amazing.
0: It is lovely down here. There's always something going on, especially when the markets are up. It's just a nice vibe. Come down, see voices, get Dolly stick. Yeah. Perfect Saturday. Love that. Oh my God, what a dream. (laughs) So where can people, just to finish, where can people find you online? So I am
1: at Dolly Full Stop Sticks on Instagram and Facebook. Watch out. TikTok's coming. Don't put pressure on me, but it's going to come. And luckily enough, I started building my website, but that was my frog. Have you never heard that saying where you have to swallow a frog? oh yes yeah yeah so like start with your frog the website turned into the frog for me and i'm just like i did like a really boring like the privacy policy on it and i'm like it's dollistics.co.uk it's not running yet but my friends just started coding and that's like her dream is to be a female coder alongside her other job so as a collab you're
0: gonna come together we're gonna come together
1: and she's gonna finish my website so that will be coming in the next couple of months as well
0: amazing thank you so much lauren for coming on the podcast thank you